Hello and welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. It's Paul and I talking sports. I'm Jason. That's Paulie. How's it going, guys, on this Wednesday night? The opening of the NBA season, which we will get to at the end of the show, but we got a few other notes for you. Yeah, we got some baseball news for you guys uh, quick. The championship game uh, series are set up. We had the Astros going up uh, one nothing on the Yankees, four to two win. Uh, Justin Verlander was dominant, like he usually is. Uh, Eleven Ks in six innings, again just the two runs given given up, and. This, this one's kind of the complete opposite of what the NL ended up being because they were the two favorites, the Yankees and Astros were, and the Padres and Phillies definitely were not, but we'll get to that in a second. Any thoughts about the uh, AL series coming up? Uh, other than that the uh, Astros are going to win, not really. I mean, it's pretty much who I thought was going to be there. So, Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean – could I see the Yankees pulling this off? Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's going to be tough, though. Mm-hmm. The Astros are really good. All right. Um, the National League series, again, uh, the Phillies and Padres. Uh, the Padres tied that series one-to-one today. And unlike the and. Unlike the AL, the two favorites, the Braves and Dodgers, both got knocked off. The Padres uh, exercising from some demons from the last couple of years against the, the Dodgers. And Philly, really the surprise team of the postseason to me, knocks off the uh, division-winning Braves. And so that series is tied one to one. That's going to be a lot of fun. I think that's going to go seven. Certainly looking like it should. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so those are our two baseball series. So yeah, and not who I thought was going to be in the NLCS at all. I assumed that LA was going to roll the Padres and I assumed the Braves were going to roll the, this is like the exact opposite of what I expected to happen, to be honest. I don't know what to expect out of this series, but yeah, it should be good. It should, it should be a close series. It should be great actually. And the Padres are probably going to go. Yeah. With with Josh Hader as their closer. Oh Oh, boy. Oh oh, oh, boy. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's like you said, this is this should be a, a really fun series. And again, I'm as surprised as you at, at the result, but I I enjoy it. I enjoy underdogs. I think the Astros Padres or Astros Phillies or I mean, even if the Yankees won, either of those World Series would be a lot of fun. Sure. What what do you, who do you think baseball's rooting for ratings wise? Ratings the Phil- wise, oh, the, the Phillies or the Padres? Uh, you got to go with the Padres, right? I would think so. They're the more talented team. They have the bigger names. I think it's got to be the Padres. Yeah, so we shall see on that. Uh, one other 
thing I wanted to mention is uh, the Astros beating the Mariners in three games. And game three was just a gut punch to the Mariners. They're, it's a must-win game. It goes 18 scoreless innings, the most in postseason history. And the Astros get a home run in the top of the 18th. Mariners can't respond. Just a gut punch to that fan base after 21 years of waiting to get in. I, I feel I feel a little bad for the fans of this, of Seattle. Yeah, I wouldn't. They they had the upset win in the fir- in the wild card round over Toronto. You know, yeah, they got swept by Houston, but that's Houston, man. And yeah, even if they do win Game Three, the they probably that just they're winning win that game series. Four anyway. well, yeah, but I wouldn't feel too bad for them. They had a really good run, and I mean. Who's to say they can't do it again next year, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, they've got the talent to mm-hmm. to be back for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't um, feel too bad for Mariners fans right now. they got to be feeling pretty good. No. No, they, they do. And they, they locked up uh, Uris Rodriguez to a uh, long-term deal. They're super-duper uh, rookie and... Yeah, I that I think they're gonna be back. I th- I do. All right. Anything else to say about the uh, championship series before we move on? And I think, don't get me wrong, but we may have a special guest for you next week. Yeah, we might have our friend Ben back. All right. Sounds so like it. Definitely some more baseball talk, but uh, we're gonna move on to some college football now. And Tennessee finally, finally exercising some demons against Alabama, 52 to 49, just a fantastic, absolute barn burner of a game. Uh, First win for Tennessee in 15 years. Both offenses look terrific. And... I want to stay on Tennessee for a second because they're six and oh now and them and they're in the East. So they, uh, them and Georgia are on a collision course in a couple weeks. That should be another fantastic game. Tennessee's up to number three, uh, Alabama fell to six. Alabama's obviously still in the mix. They'd knock off Georgia in the title game and they're going to be in the playoffs, but just kind of a stunning result from Saturday. Yeah, and I think people expected them to put up a fight, but not like this, you know. And the 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 scene on the field afterward was just pandemonium. <laughs> uh, both goalposts get taken down. Uh, Tennessee gets fined. I think it was like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something like that. But, um. Just a wild scene, and I'm sure there was some beer flowing in Knoxville that night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but briefly on Alabama, Nick Saban obviously was not happy after that game. No. Um, 
they give up the most amount of points they've given up since 1907. <laughs> I saw that stat yesterday. That is just an incredible stat. Mm. And that th- this Alabama team, they had a nail biter against Texas that they barely survived. AM played them much closer than a lot of people thought, especially after AM beat them last year. This Alabama team just, let's just say it does not look like an Alabama team that we're used to. Can they turn that around? Obviously, but there's, there's something looks off with this team. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, how else do you say it? And it makes you wonder, like a lot of the, it makes you wonder about the recruiting, how much is name, image, and likeness having to do with this? Not that Alabama would necessarily be hurting, but they might not be getting like the clean sweep of the top recruits that they're used to getting. A lot of these guys, it's probably creating a lot more parity. And I, I don't know, maybe that's just a, what comes no, to mind. It, I mean, yeah. it, it makes sense. Saban has talked about not liking name and image and likeness, how it is hurting him on the recruiting trail. He said this himself. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he said, you know, first pick of every, of the litter in every position in college football for the last, you know, 10 decade? years. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, are they still going to be a great program? Absolutely. Obviously they will, but they're not getting quite the guys, you know, and some of these guys are going to other schools and those other schools are (laughs) often in their own conference. So you got teams like Tennessee that can, you know, hang. They always kind of hung around like uh, legacy wise, but couldn't really ever put up. Now it's like, okay, now they're able to maybe dip into those pockets a little bit and start to bring in guys. I, I don't know. It's just a just a theory. I have no evidence. To no, it's, up, it's, as but... good, it's as good a theory as I've heard, and it makes sense. And it, it wouldn't take much, right? Like, it would just take no. from Alabama getting, like, the number one guy at every position to getting, like, the number one guy at a few positions, the number two guy at a few positions. And then all of a sudden, these guys are getting spread out. And in college football, I mean, talent does so much for you in college football. You can have a guy look at uh, how many t- – Vince Young. That's the guy I always think of, like, where he was like, no, I'm not losing this game. You know, and just sing damn near literally single handedly won a national championship. Like, you can have guys like that in college where it doesn't work out that way in the pros. So, I, I that's the best thing I can think of, other than you can't think Nick Saban's losing and losing a step or something like no. that. So, clearly, no. the talent is being spread out a little bit better. And I would. I would think that name, image, and likeness is a factor in that. It abs- I, 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 I agree with you. I, it absolutely is. A um, couple other games, uh, big ones. Utah gets a big win against USC at home. USC was undefeated. 
up to the point. Utah had a couple tough losses, uh, went to Florida earlier in the year and lost a tight one, lost a tight one to U, uh, UCLA. Uh, that game ended 43 to 42, again, knocking USC off the ranks of the unbeaten. Both those two, along with USC, are going to be factors at the end in the Pac-12, but it definitely hurts the Pac-12 nationally because they're probably not going to get it into the team into the final four this year once again if usc had been unbeaten absolutely they're getting in but one loss it's going to be tough i believe ucla is still unbeaten yeah they're yep they're six no so they're still carrying the banner for the uh pac-12 but uh I, mean, of, I don't know. Even if they do go undefeated, you've got look at your top six teams. You've got Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson, and Alabama. It's gonna get like be tough to get in. LA yeah. isn't getting in there, and even if Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, and they've already you know with Tennessee beating Alabama, even if those teams beat each other up, and Michigan or Ohio State loses to the other, it's not gonna matter. Like those teams are probably all going to get in anyway. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Uh, the other team that kind of lost its uh, foothold on a chance at a spot, uh, Oklahoma State going down in double overtime, 43-40 uh, to 40 against TCU. Oklahoma was Oklahoma State was undefeated at that point. TCU is still undefeated, but again, probably not happening. Oklahoma State, you would think, what if they would have stayed undefeated, would have had the better chance. But I don't. I with Oklahoma having three losses now, there's no one from the uh, Big Twelve that's getting in. No, I mean again same problem that ucla has like tcu just they don't the pac-12 and the big 12 they just don't have the competition within the conference to bring their ranking up high enough even if they do go undefeated like even a two loss alabama team is probably getting in over an undefeated tcu or ucla tcu i agree with i don't know if i can go out there on the limb with you on ucla Maybe, but I don't know. We shall see. There's a lot of season. Yeah, that's true. Um, Oklahoma gets a tough win against the two now two loss Kansas team. Kansas started five and five and all. They've dropped uh, two in a row. Uh, anything else standing out to you that we should mention? Not really. Kentucky won another game, bringing them back up into the top 20 anyway. Michigan knocks off Penn State fairly easily, 41 to 17. Uh, yeah. That's, I think that's all we have for you. That's about it for top 25 football, yeah. Georgia 555. Things Vanderbilt, get a little spicy. Yeah, things get a little spicier once uh, the BCS standings come out. Yeah. Do they even call them that anymore? I don't even know. 
I don't know what they're called. Once now. the playoff rankings come out, yeah. that's when things get interesting. I believe that is two weeks away. I want to say. Yeah, I think it's once teams start having eight eight games under their belt. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll be waiting for those. Uh, quick. Well, no, we'll get to football first. Uh, Chiefs Bills was everything I think we mm-hmm. ever, all of us expected. Yeah, another fantastic game. Uh, Bills pull it out at Arrowhead. Uh, the Eagles stand defeated at six and zero. They get a uh, win at home against the Cowboys. Uh, the Broncos continue to look terrible. 1916 against the Chargers. Ha, huh, they did score a touchdown, though. They did score a touchdown. Yes, they yeah. did. But they're still terrible, and we get, I think, two more primetime games with them in it. It's going to be so great. Oh, I'm God. so happy. <laughs> man, Russell Wilson sucks, man. <laughs> He's a $250 million man, and he looks just... He doesn't even look like he wants to be out on the field. Man, I've seen... I should have bookmarked it and sent it to you. It was this video of all... or It was like this collage of all the wide-open dudes he's missed, like, hasn't even looked at in the red zone. (laughs) Like, the play starts, and the dude's wide open, like, waving his hands, and he just doesn't even look his direction. Oh like, my it's god. just and it's like multiple it's like dude oh my god <laughs> oh my god oh i don't know they got to figure that out or he two and four in that conference yeah or in that division that's yeah, that division that's just, yeah that's just no the broncos are going nowhere and they and they're going there fast <sighs> yeah Great. All right. Well, let's get to the uh, the fun stuff. Uh, Packers, after losing to the Giants in London, <laughs> uh, come back to Lambeau and lose to the now four and two Jets, mm. and look quite awful doing it. Uh, Rogers, twenty six for forty one, two hundred and forty six a touchdown. On paper, not terrible. But he's the the young receivers are not up to snuff. Uh, Robert Tanyan had a nice game, ten for ninety. But again, just the one touchdown. You put up ten points against the Jets, give up twenty seven. Oh, I. It's going to be a long season for the Packers, especially when the Bills destroy them in two weeks. Well, I mean, I mean, Rodgers has to work on his game, that's for sure. But it's really, really hard to throw touchdowns when you're on your back half the game. Like, (laughs) they need to figure out how to keep him on his feet. The man is damn near 40. He's not outrunning anyone. He used to be able to, you know, over the years, he's, you know, he's not the most mobile guy, but he's been able to 
make a dude miss now and again. He ain't doing that anymore, man. You gotta, you gotta keep that guy upright. And it starts, I mean, obviously it starts with the offensive line, but after that, they gotta run the damn ball, man. I don't understand what they're doing. I, you have two of you have maybe the best running back tandem in football, and you're not utilizing it. Forget tandem. They have Aaron Jones, man. That dude's like one of the he's the, one of the top five running backs in the league, and they give him and they and they use him like he's. Like, oh, it's a running back by committee. Like, why? Why would you do that? I, I <laughs> like, I don't. I don't. I, I don't have any words for it. I don't yeah, understand what's going on. It's. It's. Uh, I don't get it. No. All right. Um, another struggling team in the NFC. Uh, Steelers. Beat the page or Buccaneers twenty to eighteen, and again, I don't know what's going on there because Br- Brady. Mm. I mean, Brady just seems frustrated and mad. I, well, they can't block. They just. I mean, you talk about offensive line problems in Green Bay. Nothing like they got in Tampa. Oh man. As soon as they lost their center and everybody started losing their mind, I was like, oh, that's oh, that's worse than I thought. Because it's like, oh, yeah, you lose your center. That sucks. But, like, all of a sudden you hear, like, like all these, you know, talking heads on the radio being like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I'm like, wait, is this a huge deal? And it's like, oh, he's, like, all-star, like, all this stuff. Like, oh, man, no, that is a huge deal. So they need to figure that out. Or they're going to, you know, they're just going to be – nine and eight at the end of the year, 10 and seven, maybe, and might limp into the playoffs. I mean, and that's if Brady survives the season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This, this has got to be Brady's last year, right? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still kind of stunned. He came back, but he, it sounds like he shouldn't have. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That for, might be on the for a lot of statement of the year. Yeah. yeah. You want to hit on your dolphins quick? I mean, there's not really much to say. Yeah, they they lost to the Vikings, but they put up a fight. They had a you know a puncher's chance at the end of the game, but you know third string, what's his name, Skyler pop or something like i don't even know what his remember what his name was he tried you know he had a chance did, at it did bridgewater go down right at the end of the game say it again did oh wait bridgewater... did bridgewater play this one yeah I that's what it, that's what it game. looks like in the stat line oh hang on because i watched the end of this game I think Bridgewater did get hurt right at, in the fourth quarter. At the okay, at yeah, because I didn't get wasn't able to watch it till the end. I was I was working, so I was like on break, and then I caught it, caught the end of it. Um, yeah, they had a chance to win that game. Oh no, no, now I remember that was the that was the Buccaneers uh, Eagle or the Cowboys Eagles game. I caught the end of this one. I listened to on the radio. 
okay. this that's right they uh oh they were driving right, and they had Cooper a chance Rush at got, it cooper rush got hurt at the end of that game no i don't know if he got i didn't see him get hurt he threw well he got leveled maybe he did get hurt but he okay. threw a pick right at the end I didn't see him like he, he was walking off the field under his own power, so he, they didn't have it. Didn't look like he was hurt. But okay. This one I actually heard on the radio, and yeah, they were driving, and they uh, yeah they were driving down the field, and then I forget they fumbled it, I think, and then uh, that was the that was it. Vikings took it over, took out the you know, took over the game, and I think I kicked a field goal to seal it. But, yeah, I think once Tua comes back, we'll see if he's full strength. God, I hope that kid's okay, man. If he's not okay, he shouldn't be playing. But, yeah, I mean, as long as he's clear and healthy. It sounds like he's fully cleared. So nothing bad's going to happen because of all that nonsense, you know, like get out there and play and win some games, man. But I hope he's, you know kind of you know jumps right back into it but <sighs> we'll see yeah um anything else for the nfl actually let's do the let's do the games quick for this coming week uh so tomorrow night saints uh cardinals Amazon Prime is not getting uh, any very good games this year. <laughs> I don't remember a mem- uh, one memorable one. Oh, so no, there was, uh, I think, week one. There was one, wasn't there? I think it was week one. It was uh, Bill's Rams. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. But other than that. I mean, Saints-Cardinals could have been a good game. Yeah, on paper, absolutely. Yeah, but it's not going to be. Not, I mean, there's nothing that these two teams have done so far this year that would indicate that this is going to be an entertaining game. No, and again, we we talk about uh, the struggles of these uh, NFC teams. Cardinals, again, are two and four. They had, I I believe you and me both were not as high on them as a lot of other people, but Kyler Murray does not look great right now. No, I mean, he had a couple, you know, he's still making plays, but he's not winning games, plain and simple. They got it. They didn't. They didn't just get him to make wicked two-point conversions. They got him to win games, and they need to. He needs to start doing that. But granted, he hasn't had DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. And he just lost Marquise Brown, so that's not going to help him. But they have AJ Green. They have. They've got Zach Ertz. They, yeah, they got Zach Ertz. They just picked up Robbie Anderson. You know, he'll have guys to throw to. They just need to they just need to figure it out. It's just weird to say. And it's not this just seems like a continuation of last year though. Like 
they didn't they looked particular they looked really good at first and then they kind of limped in and they they just didn't look particularly good in the one playoff game they had and this just seems to be them continuing down the same underachieving path well see two two years ago they had a really hot start and then collapsed and then last year the same thing and mm. to your point they're just they they didn't even start off hot it's it's, it's just like you said, a continuation of what happened at the, at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if this drama with Kyler Murray's contract from earlier in the year, that was the, the study clause nonsense, whatever that was. I don't know. If that was ridiculous. Some, some kind of result of that. I, who knows? But they're supposed to be good and they're not. So they got to figure that shit out. Yep. Quite frankly. All right. Uh, moving on to Sunday. Uh, the Packers go to Washington. Uh, Packers are a five point favorite. On paper, they should win that game. They better. Come on. I, like, yeah. They don't win that game. And it's like. Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin's going to go nuts if they lose that game. Dude. They, they have to win that game. Yeah. I mean, the commanders are in more of a shambles at this point in the year than they are most years. So, yes. (laughs) I mean, some things change and some things stay the same. Come on, Green Bay. Like, come on, guys. Pull yeah. your heads out of your asses and win a damn football game that you're supposed to win. Yeah. I mean, especially after going 0 for 2 against the two New York teams. I mean, granted, the Giants are 5 and 1 this year. And the Jets are, the Jets a are tough 4 and team, 2. You know, yeah. But those were the two worst uh, records the last five years, I believe. I think the Lions are the only team that may have been worse than them. Mm. So, yeah, Packers got to win that game. Yep. Um, Sunday night we have Steelers Dolphins. Again, Yay. you would th- again you would think that would be a game the Dolphins should be able to handle pretty easily. In Miami, I really hope so. I really, really hope so. I mean, this is as I, uh, you know, I think two is back this week. Two should be back this as week. As I understood. Yeah. So this is a good game for him to get back in. Not that, because uh, the Steelers, they're one of those teams that even when they're bad, like Mike Tomlin's a really good coach. They can still so, do some stuff. Exactly. Yeah. They can still throw you for a loop every once in a while. So I'm not in love with this game but hey as long as if two is back and this is the game he's coming back to that i'm all right with that and it's sunday night yeah let's get the lights on humid sunny nighttime miami i guess it's not sunny but (laughs) you know what i mean hot and humid be better than the Monday night game. Hey, oh, Bears Patriots. Do we even want to 
talk about that. I, I mean, I, yeah, neither team. Well, is really I guess do I guess anything. the one thing is with this uh, Zayn. I forget his last name. Patriots backup right now. With him looking fairly good, and it sounds like there's. I've heard rumors that there's something going on with between Belichick and Mac Jones. Is that is that a call you think the Patriots are going to have to make that Belichick's going to have to make at some point? Uh, well, I don't know because I I think the call make itself. If uh, what is his name? It's some weird name, and I can't remember it. Bailey Zapp. Bailey that's Zapp. It, yeah. That's it. If he keeps winning, you stick with him, right? I mean, that seems yeah. pretty easy. I mean, you have to, you'd think. But if he doesn't, then you have to then you have to go back to Mac Jones. It, that decision will make itself. I think you still when if Mac at this point, if Mac Jones is cleared to play, you have to play him. He's your starting quarterback. But I wouldn't be too shy to yank him if he's if he goes out there and just starts puking all over himself. Yeah, put Zap back in there. He won some games, you know, a game. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, I think he won a game. Yeah, he won a game. So it's that, and these are young quarterbacks too. So. You can kind of play around with that. I, I don't know. Mac Jones looked pretty all right last year. I don't see any reason. I think Mac Jones will be able to go back in there and play just fine. I I I so, tend to I tend to agree, but I wouldn't be worried if I'm Mac Jones. But hey, Bailey Zapp did look pretty good, and Belichick and whoever he brings in, they they've traditionally been pretty good at making backup quarterbacks look good and trading them off. So, yeah, that's just he, another. He does seem to do that all the time. Yeah, that's just another coin in Belichick's pocket. All right, um, we got uh, the three twenty-five slot. Uh, Chiefs, uh, Niners, uh, in uh, Santa Clara. That should be a fun game. Uh, Niners three and three, but uh, in a tough division. Not as tough on paper, I guess, as uh, it was at the beginning of the season, but still a strong division. Chiefs coming off the loss to the Bills, you would think they would want to get uh, back in the swing of things. That should be a fun one. Anything else sticking out to you? No, I just... Uh... Just a lot of like uh, non-conference games this week. Nothing really. Browns, Ravens on uh, paper is guess... interesting. Yeah, that's a division rival. That should be. That's a pretty decent noon game. And I, honestly, Lions, Cowboys. I know Lions are one and four, but that should be a, a a fun game to watch anyway. I I think so. Yeah, I I've enjoyed the Lions watching the lions this year yeah so i mean there's some games 12 o'clock slots got some decent couple decent games 
even Giants, Jaguars for the uh, deeper NFL enthusiasts. That's an intriguing game. So it's a pretty decent lineup of games this week. Uh, Despite the, uh, you know, questionable Monday night matchup. Yeah. Uh, For any of you fantasy players out there, just keep in mind the Bills, the Rams, the Vikings, and the Eagles all have buys this week. So keep that in mind when setting your lineups. And anything else we got to touch on before we move on to the big show here, Jason? No, sounds like it's time to do our annual NBA preview for 2022-23. That would be the one. All right. Uh, I guess I want, uh, before we get into the actual predictions, uh, give me one or two of your biggest storylines going into the season that you're looking at well i guess number one can the bucks go back to where you know can they win 60 games basically (laughs) you know can they get back to championship form they need to stay healthy and i you know i think you know even last year barring a middleton injury they would have gone a bit deeper into the playoffs but I expect the Bucks to run it back, you know, and just keep charging. I um, yeah, I mean, I I think they at least make the finals if Middleton doesn't go down last year. So, I I'm not worried about the Bucks too much. Um, I guess the or you you got anything else? Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole in the face is, I mean, F that guy, right? Who does that? But it's it makes me wonder how the Warriors are going. I think they'll probably be okay, but they chose not to suspend him. Like, I don't think that's a good look. I think there's just a, I, I just, ugh. and it just, I, I never really liked Draymond Green or his game. And to be honest, this is just on brand for everything I expected from him. So I'm just curious if this will affect their season at all. I don't think it will. I expect to see them go very far, but we'll, we'll see if that causes, you know, future problems. And honestly, see- like they can't even get rid of him. Like, I saw this thing. It was a Sports Illustrated headline. It was just like, you know, addressing Draymond trade rumors. The team is not seeking to trade Draymond Green this year. And I'm like, no kidding. Where would he go and be good? Like, nowhere. He only works on that team. He won't work anywhere else. So, I I, I tend to agree with you there. I think the reason I don't think it's going to be an issue long term is a how close that team is after six runs to the to the championship. Uh, B Kerr has been 
I mean, Kerr played with Michael and on those second three title teams that were an absolute circus. So he, he, he can work around that. I, I'm not, I'm not concerned. I, I, I think they're going to be back in the Western finals at the very least. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I agree with you. I just, I mean, you can't just do, that's got to do something, right? And I just wonder, I just the, wonder. Cause I mean, if, the, if like the players really don't sucks. let it do anything, then I don't think it's going to do anything. That's, so. that's actually fair. That's a fair point. I guess the only other one would be, uh, oh, geez, I guess there were a lot of, like, middling things, and but then there were some, like, big things I really don't care about. The whole Celtic situation, well, <sighs> oh, man, man, oh, man, what a nightmare over there. Yeah, they looked good against Philly uh, last night. Yeah. That's another one that definitely one to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't, I don't, it looks like their new coach is going to be able to keep that together. Yeah. But that, again, that's one to keep an eye on for sure. I guess the, the big one for me is I'm, I'm excited to see what, if Zion can stay on the floor because if he can that Peltons teams is going to be really good. Yeah. I, uh, he's got to I got to see it. He's gotten to the point with me and we've talked about it when I get to this point with teams or players of any sport, it's like, okay, I believed in you for a while and you kept not, you know, and it's sometimes out of your control. He gets hurt, whatever, you know, it happens. But like, hey, yeah, I was believing in Zion for a while now. And now I'm just like, okay, dude, now you got to show it. You got to show me something. Yep, you got to show point, me yeah. something. You got to show me you can play for 60 games, man. Like, come on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, have- if that happens, yeah, look out. But we'll see. Again, we'll see. <laughs> Um, I guess the other one that um, just the the whole uh, Ben Simmons Brooklyn I I have no idea what to even remotely thinking about that team. I mean, could they be in the finals this year? Yeah. Could they be an A seed this year? Yeah. Could they miss the playoffs entirely? I don't see why not. Yeah. I I just I, I have no idea what to even thinking about that team. Mm. I, I I agree. Same. Dave Durant didn't really seem to help him all that much last year. <laughs> you know, forty four and thirty eight. It's the same record as the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's not. That's not good. They they gotta use the the stars they got or trade them away. Like do something. Yeah, and at this point they're not gonna make any of the big trades. 
So then they got to play them. Yeah. They got to figure it out. And they got a seven foot tall point guard on their team that can't that, shoot. That can't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's remember that. Yeah. The big one. <laughs> yeah. Lots of point guards can't shoot. None of them are seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah, the uh, Golden State gets their rings uh, in the ceremony last night. Uh, update. Uh, the Mavericks are up on the Suns uh, beginning of the fourth quarter. Up now nine. Uh, Portland, uh, Sacramento is tied at the uh, beginning of the fourth. Everything else is final for today. Uh, the Pelicans beat the uh, Brooklyn Nets, two teams we were just talking about. <laughs> uh, Memphis beats uh, the Knicks in uh, overtime. Uh, Utah, wow, Utah one twenty three to one hundred two over Denver. That's kind of surprising. Spicy, yeah. Uh, Minnesota, they uh, now the uh, Gobert led Minnesota Timberwolves get the uh, victory over Oklahoma City. Again, Oklahoma City is does not want to win this year, so didn't want to win last year either. No, they did not, but they have. That brings truck of trucks of draft picks. Mm. Uh, I you you would think at some at some point they're gonna have to make a move to go, if not in, do something with them because, I mean, you can only roster fifteen guys, so yeah. at at some point having all those picks has diminishing returns, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um, got to start trading them off for talent. Or, yeah, or, or may, you know, they. Yeah, never mind. It's they're not even worth talking about. <laughs> um, any other big picture stuff before we get to some uh, setting up the how we think the conference is gonna lay out? No, no, this is this is good. Let's get to it. All right. Uh, you want to go? Should we start with the West or the East? Let's start with the East. All right. You want to you wanna start or? What, with my playoff predictions or? Like your, your, top, your top eight, top ten, where okay. you think they're going to land generally. Well, I'm going to look at it like this. I'm going to look at the. Or do you want to do you want to do like a tiers almost? I'll just, I'm going to look at it the way, this is the way I usually look at these things. All right. Is I'll look at who made the playoffs last year and decide who won't make it this year and who will. Oh, I like that. So we've got in the East, we've got the Miami Heat, the Boston Celtics, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the 76ers as favorites. And then you had the Raptors, the Bulls, the Nets, and the Hawks as your, um, underdogs 
Now, the Cavaliers and the Hornets were both in the play-in bracket, but I'm not going to count them because they did not win. So, gotcha. the Haw- I mean, the Hawks, I have to think, are going to play better this year. The the Nets, man. The Raptors are the big surprise here, right? Because if you look at this, all these, all eight of these teams should make the playoffs this year. But the the Raptors were the big surprise outside of the Cavaliers to me. But I just don't see them. I mean. They just re-signed somebody. I, sorry, I can't remember his name, but they just re-signed somebody today. They, I mean, I, I can't, as much as I like the Hornets and what Gordon Hayward is working on down there and all that stuff, and as much as I like the Cavaliers' young talent, I can't see taking any of those eight teams out. Outside of you could you know what I'll take the nets out and I'll put the calves in, but I think you're just mixing seeds and it's going to be almost exactly the same. The Knicks aren't going to be any better. The I mean the Wizards still suck. The <laughs> the Pacers, the Pistons, and the Magic have done nothing. So it's the East hasn't really made any changes that it's all been within itself so yeah i don't see much jockeying around in the east to be honest hold on i'm bringing up the results right now um i don't really disagree with anything you said there i mean the magic the pistons the pacers the wizards you know they're all going to be in the lottery I think I would agree with you, and I'm going to put the Cavs above the Nets. Yeah, and like see... that's the only thing really that you could see. Maybe yeah, the Hornets, I mean... you know, maybe. But the Hawks have to play better this year, I think. The Bulls yes. are going to be better. The Raptors might not play as well like they might only win 44 games say the Raptors but, is one maybe that but they've you might look at but. but they even at 44 wins i think they still get in at least the playoff turn playoff bracket and probably win over the nets or something like that yeah yeah i i mean i tend to agree with you that i think it's gonna be just where everything lands so uh I'll go a step further. So now that we've established that, I like that. I like that. Um, I think I think it's going to be the Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers, the Heat. I'll go Bulls, Cavs, Raptors, Hawks, and Nets finish just outside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think the Hawks finish a little higher than the Bulls do. But, yeah, I think you're right in that the the favorites will stay the same. The Heat might slip out of that. 
but I don't know if maybe the Bulls slip up in there. I mean, I... But the Celtics, you have to think, are going to play. They went to the finals last year. They should be there. The Bucks, I mean, they should be dominant. The Sixers, they should be good. So those, you have to think those are going to be the top three teams. The Heat should, but I don't know. I spent all of last year not believing in them, you know. So And then they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. That's the but uh, so I'm hesitant to say that they're not going to be there this year. But if I had to pick one of those four teams to say that wouldn't be in, you know, in the top four, yeah, do you think the Cavs could get up there to the top four? I mean, now that they got Donovan Mitchell, I mean, maybe I think it's going to depend on how quickly they can gel. But Mm -hmm. on paper, they've got some talent on that team, yeah. And for some for a few years too, it's not gonna. This isn't like a potentially. This doesn't have to be like a bro, broken up next year. This could be a core. They could have a very the same core squad for a few years. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, other than that, I think it's just about where the top teams are gonna position. I think. Um, I think we both agree the Celtics, the Bucks, and the Sixers are a step above everyone else. Again, the Nets, who knows? And then I think there's that second tier that I don't think, I mean, the Hornets maybe break in. The Cavs, I do think, make it. So who yeah, I mean, Cavs are going to make it over the Nets, I think. And I don't see any other fresh blood in there. Mm. I think it's just about where where the positioning is going to be. And I, I don't see – and that's the other thing. I don't see anyone blowing or pulling away at all from anyone else in that conference. No, it's like they all, for the most part, either added on or um, kept the same core, you know, like the Cavs picked up Donovan Mitchell, but for the most part, the other teams have the same core team they had going into last year. So I think the, the big, the one big one I think is PJ Tucker going from Miami to Philly, which again, to your, to your point, I think that's where it might hurt Miami a little bit. I don't think that's going to be a huge deal. Like, P.J. Tucker is a guy you throw on a team that's already got a really good – that's already going to go to a championship, and you put it on there to make that team – you put him on that team to make that team better. You can't – like, not saying that the Sixers aren't one of those teams, but – he will. He's not going to help you get to a championship, but he might help you win that championship. Fair enough. That's a fair That's, point. He's like a Robert Ory type, you know. Like he's just like not saying that he he's big shot Bob. I'm not. He's not the most. Clutch, <laughs> he's not one of the most clutchers of all time. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like he isn't. He can a, do some stuff if you're in a if you're in a tight 
game five or a game seven, he's going to be able to do some stuff to help you pull out that win. Yes, he also does some boneheaded stuff now and again, which is frustrating. But he also can go out there and give you some things that not everybody in the league can do either. So, All right. Um, so who's who's in the Eastern finals and who's in the finals from the East? Oh, I, uh, ooh, Eastern finals, man. Let's go. I mean, Bucks. Or I think the Bucks are going to go to the finals. But who are they going to play? I hadn't really thought about that. Um, I'm going to go with, you know what? I'm going to go with Cleveland. All right. I like it. I like it. That uh, Donovan Mitchell heat picks up late and they, they come into the playoffs as like a six or seven seed. And they get hot, win a bunch of series, and then get then lose to the Bucks in six in the Eastern Champion in the Eastern All Finals. Right. I like it. Going out on the limb. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm kind of gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna i I'm gonna say the Bucks are gonna be in the finals also, but I'm gonna say they're gonna play the Raptors to do it. Mm. All right. I, I I just feel like but Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly, Milwaukee is just—it's—it's it's too obvious. And yep, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> and that's I like it. So you're gonna take the Cavs, Bucks, and I'm gonna take the Raptors, Bucks. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else uh, we got to talk about in the East before we move west? No, let's get to the west. All right, let's do it. Um, I'll take the lead on this one, and in that same premise, let's take a look here. Uh, Utah is going to fall off. You'd have to think, yeah. You would have off to all think. Their talent. So I'm going to move the Clippers in to Utah's spot. And then Phoenix is going to be in, Memphis is going to be in, Golden State's going to be in, Dallas is going to be in, Denver is going to be in, Minnesota is going to be in, Clippers, Pels. I think other than that, it's the Lakers, and I don't trust the Lakers. So <laughs> I'm going to say the Clippers take Utah's spot. Yeah, you know, Minnesota, I feel, hmm. I mean, yeah, I agree. Utah's coming out. I don't think Phoenix finishes with 64 wins, but I also don't think they miss the playoffs. No, they're they're not going to be a 60-win juggernaut, but. And if you look, I don't at, think they're gonna miss the playoffs either. So if you look at the cellar, you've got the Kings, Blazers, Thunder, Rockets. Those guys aren't winning any more games than they were before. Um, and they don't want to win games this yeah. year. <laughs> um, Lakers, they gotta win more than thirty-three games this year, right? 
you would think, but are they any better on paper than they were last year? Uh, no. They still got West Brick. Who's now unhappy because he's coming off the bench. So that's another thing to take uh, an eye, keep an eye on. I mean, if he could just like settle, I mean, here's the thing, like, if they could all just do it right, they could win another championship like easy. I have to think that they're going to win more games. The Spurs probably aren't going to win a ton more games, if if any more at all. So I guess the question is, if you're if you are putting the Lakers in, who are you taking out? Yeah, right. Because you have to think the Clippers. I'm going to put the Clip Show and the Lake Show in, and I'm going to take the Timberwolves and the Jazz out. Oh, all right, all right. That's what I'm doing. All right, all right. Uh, I could, I could see it. I mean, that Minnesota team is young, and it's going to be with Carl Anthony Towns and. Rudy Gobert, I don't think it's going to be an issue just because Towns does that have have that outside game, and it's not like they're going to be stepping on each other all game. So I I I like Minnesota this year, but I could sure. see it. I could see it, especially if you think the Lakers are going to be better. Which I mean, they should be. I mean, the Timberwolves will probably be in the in the playoff in the in the play in bracket. Yeah. I'm not saying they're going to be like out of contention, like, but <sighs> I mean, how but many if you're, teams? If you're taking them out of the top eight, exactly. The Lakers in, and the only five teams don't make anything, <laughs> and there's I know, only that is four. Crazy. There's really only four terrible teams in the West. So, I mean, the Spurs, I wouldn't call terrible. You know, they're better than They've that. They've got some anyway. young, young yeah. talent. Yeah. They could win, like, they could maybe win 40 games this year. They might maybe not. miss the playoffs by a couple games. Yeah, something like that instead of, like, well, I guess they only missed the playoffs by two games last year, but. But yeah, I mean the Pelicans are going to win more games, and I don't think they're going to have to worry about the playing bracket. It's I think that the thing about the Timberwolves is I think the teams that finished below them, like the Clippers, the Pelicans, and the Lakers, they're just better this year. They're just better this year, and they're going to yeah. finish above the Timberwolves. And it, the Timberwolves could win two more. You know, they won forty six games last year. They could win that many games this year, and you know, lose in the play in game. So that's what I think anyway. Cause I don't think the Suns are gonna win sixty four games. Memphis might win fifty six games again. Warriors I think are gonna win. They're probably gonna win closer to sixty games. I, I think the Warriors can get to sixty this year yeah. if they stay, if they stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think the Mav I I think the Mavs are going to finish right around where they were fifty two and thirty. Probably makes sense to me. 
I mean, as good as Luca is, he really doesn't have a lot of help on that team. No, he's got like, well, he's got a couple of clutch dudes, uh, but he doesn't have like any grinders on that team. There's, there's got to be some. He needs some help on a day to day basis, so that when it comes to Game Seven, he can go, go nuts, you know. Um, well, and then the losing Jalen Brunson. Yeah, I mean, that that's sucks. not gonna help. Nope. So. A uh, quick update: The Suns just took just uh, erased a twenty-two point deficit. Uh, have a lead for the first time since the early fourth fourth quarter. About two and a half minutes to go in this game. So the Suns come back from down big. We'll see if they can hang on. Currently, a one-point game. A fun, a fun early one in the West. I don't know if you've been keeping an eye on it at all, but no, I, that's I don't have that tab up. <laughs> I get the my NBA notes and stuff. Yeah, I've I've got it on TV on mute. So, um, yeah, anything uh, we got to talk about in the West yet? No, just uh, just that that fi- that sweet sweet finals prediction. That sweet sweet finals prediction. All right. You want to go first, or you want me to take sure. it? Sure. I, I, yeah, I'll take this. I mean, it's it's the Warriors. I'm going Bucks Warriors in the finals. I think we're finally going to get to see it this year. Um, and who they and you know what? I <laughs> I don't know if I actually believe that this will happen, but I'm going to go with the Mavericks because I want it to happen. I want to see the Mavericks and the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I but... was actually thinking about taking that one, but you know what? <clears throat> Since I went out on a limb a little bit, I'm going to say it's going to be Denver and Golden State. Ooh. I don't know how much out on the limb that is, but you got Jamal Murray and uh, who's the other guy coming back? Sorry. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. Both coming back. Uh, Jokic back to back MVPs. He looks fantastic. I'm going to say it's going to be the Nuggets and Warriors. And I agree it's going to be Warriors Bucks for the title. Mm. Look at that. Couple of smart dudes here. Um, you want to let's let's wait on the we'll we'll let that simmer for you the guys for a little bit before we get we give you the winner who we think is going to win. I think you know who I'm going to say, but yeah, <laughs> well we'll we'll wait a few episodes before we see if Jason <laughs> agrees with uh, agrees with the finals, the final finalist. So. Um, anything else we got to talk about this week, Jason? No, that seemed to cover it. We had the, we had some baseball playoffs. We had some college football, NFL, and a new NBA season. Uh, one thing I wanted to look up, I wanted to see if there's any, cause we touched on the, um, football, but I don't think we got into any of the college let's see Syracuse Clemson is going to be fun 
Syracuse a surprising six and zero. Um, we'll see if they can go into Clemson and get a big, big win down there. Uh, UCLA against uh, number ten Oregon, uh, nice battle in the Big Twelve or the Pac Twelve. Apologize. Uh, we'll see if Wisconsin can get off the mat after losing in overtime to Michigan State, who my brother-in-law was very happy about that. He texted me some mean thoughts after that game. <laughs> uh, see if they can get it off the mat against the Purdue. Uh, Alabama, Mississippi State. We'll see if Alabama can come back. You would think that they should win that game pretty big in Tuscaloosa, but we shall see. We got uh, ranked uh, Kansas State and TCU in the Big 12. See if TCU can stay undefeated. Uh, we got the uh, aforementioned NFL games that we went through, and then the baseball championship series and then the uh hockey is going on we got basketball going on there's some fun fun times to be in the sports world jason mm -hmm. so yeah uh we will talk to you guys next week yes we will thank you everyone for listening we love you please tune in and follow us on our twitter at pi talk sports